Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wendra, and thank you for listening. Today, the message is all about freedom, and we're moving into the time frame of summer where we spend maybe a little bit more time outside than we do inside. Here in North America, particularly in the United States, we celebrate the month of July, 4th of July in particular, as freedom. We celebrate that as Independence Day. We celebrate that with the day of picnics and family and gatherings and for some fireworks. Other places around the world, communities celebrate Independence Day, Freedom Day, those types of celebrations that celebrate the essence of the human spirit being free. And then there's the reality that there are still countries and individuals within those countries that really aren't able to yet celebrate freedom or their version of freedom. That word freedom is so huge for us. Within its hugeness, it means so many things for individuals. And sometimes we take that for granted. Sometimes we define it within our context, but it might be something totally different for someone else. That meaning may be defined by the country, the government, political impact communities, by your ethnic background. It might even be defined by your beliefs, your upbringings, and even the imprints that you have, the DNA that you carry, ancestral background. There's so many things that play into that word freedom. The labels that have been assigned to you or even the labels that you've taken on to yourself. What might you find yourself saying, if only I had, and I'll leave a blank there for you to answer. If only I had, is it a good job? Is it financial freedom, a solid home or family, friends? Or is it bigger where it's defined by the community, your sexual beliefs, your ethnic background, or your religious beliefs? When someone asks you the question, if only I had, what's your response? Do you look inward or do you look outward? This can give you clues as to where you might still be seeking freedom. Those subtle roadblocks that you don't even know that they're there until someone asks a question as simple as, if only you had. Another great question is, if you had a magic wand and could change anything, what would it be? Those are clues and how you think dictate how you respond. Do you quickly go to something internal that you want for yourself? Do you go to your family or friends? Do you go to your community? Those tell us or give insight as to what our priority ranking is. And today when I talk about freedom, I want to pose the question or open the doorway to allow you to see how the past might hold the key to your future. Let's talk about some of those big freedoms that are usually pretty common across clients or individuals that I meet. The first one is financial future. There isn't a part of our lives that money doesn't touch. It affects our relationships, the way we go about our everyday activities, our ability to make dreams reality, everything. Most of us, I think, have a core of anxiety that we carry around with us, though we may not admit it to ourselves. That 
core or that part of money that has power over us. But I want to draw attention to money is just simply energy. And since everything is energy, we can say, of course, if we're concerned about money, it will impact everything. So will how you look at relationships. But let's talk about how you can make that energy work more for you. Knowing that you'll always have enough, more than enough, when you give it energy or when you give it time, when you give it focus, and that includes understanding, you will have everything that you want. I've come to think that money is very much like a person and it will respond when you treat it as you would a cherished friend, never fearing it, never pushing it away, never pretending it doesn't exist or turning away from its needs, never clutching so hard that it hurts. If you think about your dearest friends and how you nurture that, how you pay attention to that, those are what you want to generate in your energy towards financial freedom or in that energy. Honestly, the road to financial freedom does not begin in a bank or even in a financial planner's office, but it begins in your head. It begins with your thoughts and your emotions that you have money, having it or not having it. It's energy, getting it or sending it out. It's what your feelings are. Pause a moment and think back and see what your feelings are about money today. Do you fear it? Do you enjoy it? Do you love it? Hate it? The emotions you have around money can also certainly be traced to an incident, possibly something you've forgotten until you think about it. Something in your past that's locked you into a memory or locked in an imprint. You own memories about money. That'll tell you a lot. And if you take that step back and see what those memories are and what they still might be telling you today, It'll give you clues and it'll certainly clear that energy away. I don't want to fixate just solely on money when I talk about freedom, but it is one of the things that so many people ask about or inquire about or in the desire to manifest. It's financial freedom and it's relationships. And when we don't have something or we perceive we don't have something, we've lost our power. We don't have freedom in those areas, and that's a roadblock. My dad shared a story about when he was eight years old and the circus came to town. Now, that would have been around 1929, 1930, a long time ago. He had four brothers, and their dad, my grandfather, gave one of the brothers a dime. Another already had a dime. So between the four of them, they had 20 cents to go to the circus. But the circus great tent cost a dime a piece for them to enter. So they agreed to sneak into the circus. Well, you guessed it, they got caught, as I'm guessing many did at that time. As discipline, they had their 20 cents taken away from them. My dad was in his 90s when he shared that story. And he was smiling and laughing the entire time that he shared the story. But he was still contemplating that. And for being in his 90s and remembering he was eight years old and remembering the details around actually what they did to crawl into the tent and what fences they had to crawl over and who did what, I was astonished. But he was still learning. And we talked about You know, what did he learn? And he learned at that point, it was better to just hold on to his money. He marveled at how early or how that 
memory impacted him and how that episode impacted him and about spending money. And there were certainly other instances after that or along the way that trained him or taught him the value of money or how to spend it or when not to spend it. My dad was a saver, meaning that he saved his money. He didn't spend a whole lot of money on frivolous things or what he thought to be frivolous or things that were entertainment-like things. That's an example of how early on those imprints can seep in, and we don't even know that they're there. I remember going to the zoo at a very young age, and we went with other family members. My cousin asked for a balloon, and her dad bought it for her. I asked for a balloon and I was told no. And I think that had something to do with my dad thinking that that was maybe a frivolous thing. But I remember not understanding why I couldn't have one and she could and feeling incredibly sad and angry. I remember those emotions. I don't need a balloon and I didn't need one at that time. I got to go to the zoo and that was enough. But the memory of that time is based upon when I was told no. Even today, my own purchases, I find myself asking if I need them or if I want them. So I ask you, what memories might you have that have shaped your thinking? Go back. Allow yourself to go back into your childhood. Allow yourself to go back to your parents also, if you're fortunate enough to have them be with you, to ask those questions. What memories might you have that have shaped your thinking? Then what experiences as an adult may you still have that reinforces those memories or those imprints as a child? That's where the shift is. And the universe is asking us now, are those imprints and are those memories in alignment with how you're living today or how you want to live? Do you have freedom around your imprints, filters, and beliefs, whatever they are, whether it's money or relationships? Even if you may be working on manifestation, these filters might be the hidden overlay or the veil that prevents you from that freedom. We don't grow up to claim freedom to anything until we look directly in the eye and face the fears that we have about that thing. This is an essential step. You can go through the same practice in all areas of your life. Let's talk about relationships. Do you have emotional freedom in your relationships? Do you feel supported in those relationships and have freedom from thinking about lack in this area? Meaning, do you constantly think about the friends that you don't have or the friends that you would like to have? Do you have a fear of meeting new people? And where might that have started? Do you have a fear of losing someone? Perhaps there was a time that you opened up your life you opened up your heart, you felt really, really close to somebody and they left for some reason. This is probably true of all of us, but without any sort of heart hurt, you would never know the experiences of love and openness. And that's just simply our humanness experiencing love. This is one of the times where the universe helps us feel those opposites so that we can embrace and celebrate when we do feel the openness, meaning that we have to experience deep loss to understand love because otherwise we only surface surf when it comes to love. Almost all of us at some level have fears or anxieties about relationships. Think back to maybe starting your first job. What happened? Were you excited about that? Were you excited to meet new people, challenge your skills, learn? 
whether it's meeting new people, feeling accepted, being in a place where there's longevity, meaning that you can have time to develop relationships and understand how you function within those relationships, or maybe it's about commitment. Most have come into this lifetime with some sort of residual energy ties from a past lifetime or from your ancestors that we're here to work through. We may not like to admit that to ourselves, but one way to heal a heart is to claim it open and work on it being open. But because you may be holding back, you may not feel the expanse of the heart. You might not understand the totality of the expanse of the heart. And I'm wondering that even as I talk about relationships and the heart, do you find any sort of level of uncomfortableness in the words that I'm saying? Maybe there's a conversation you want to have but don't feel free in speaking your truth. Why might that be? Maybe you've had a situation in your past where you tried to open up, you tried to speak, you tried to share something about yourself and you were shut down or you were told it was silly or stupid or somebody didn't listen. If it's related to a relationship, might you be afraid you will hurt someone or you will be hurt? Will you say something that offends someone or did they shut you down so you never had a chance to say what was on your mind? In these moments of discovery of our personal freedom, the universe gives us opportunity. So let's talk about finances or relationships. If you feel there's a roadblock there, or the universe knows there's a roadblock there for you, and it's holding you back, or there's an imprint that just needs to be erased or softened, the universe is going to continue to give you episodes or practices in those areas. So the best thing that you can do is ask, what's holding me back? What am I afraid of? What do I feel lack? Or where do I feel that I don't have this personal freedom? And most of us push away our fears without even knowing it. What is it you're afraid of? And I'm purposely pausing because if nothing profound comes to mind, just give it time. Ask yourself that again and again. Oftentimes we block what we don't want to face. Now take that fear and write it down. And as you read it back to yourself, think back to the memories you have or had as a child. Do you see any obvious connections? You might not at first, but give it time. You've opened your memories of, let's say we're talking here about financial, we're talking about relationships. We've opened those doorways. So what else can you open the doorway to? What are your truths? Maybe it's about fear of success. What if I'm successful and my life changes? I like my life, but what if I have imprints about change that might change what I know to be true today? Do you worry about not doing the right thing, not saying the right thing, not doing the right action, not looking the right way? What freedoms are you missing? Fears hate more than anything else to be defeated. Fears will always tell you what you can't do, not what you can do. They'll try to invade your new truths like a virus, telling you what you can't be, not what you are becoming, telling you what you aren't, not what you are and have every right to be. So don't listen to those fears. Just keep repeating your new truth. Connecting your fears to your past is not enough. You must silence those fears. And the best way to silence those fears is to create a louder voice around your freedoms. 
The power of positive thinking is not a new idea, and we know it takes practice. Positive thinking and that emotional charge, like getting into your emotions to really feel your strength. But the reason that I bring it up now is that all these gateways are open, and we have the opportunity to really heal. I mean, really, really heal. To put those fears to rest, to silence them forever. You must create positive, empowering messages for yourself and instill them into your powerful mind and replace the fear. Leave that behind. As I say this, they're giving me an image of a big bouncer, muscle-bound person that's standing at the front of these gateways, the doorway, arms crossed, challenging you. Do you dare go through the gateway? Do you dare claim your freedom? And the power of claiming your freedom is you can walk right past the bouncer. There's no stopping you. Okay, so some tips. Try this. Look at the fear that you maybe wrote down or take some time and write down a fear. Create a new truth that is exact opposite of that fear. And I'll give you a couple examples. Let's say your fear is I will never have enough money. Your new truth must be, I have more money than I will ever need. Let's say your fear is around relationships and I will never have a healthy relationship. Your new truth must be, I have loving, healthy relationships that support, sustain, and motivate me to live my life. Maybe your fear is around success or around being heard or around being accepted. Make a truth a new truth. Make it short enough that you can remember it, that you can remind yourself, pull it up every now and then and and speak it. But this is a time when we're in these gateways to be responsible for what we want to create and what holds us back. Be responsible for your freedom. That's a right. You were born with a right. And yes, I understand that there's some limitations. There's laws, there's cultural limitations, there's community limitations. Those still need to be shifted. And I know that. And we will get there. It just isn't going to happen overnight. But I'm talking about your personal beliefs and how you live your life every single day. Be responsible for your emotions, your thoughts. Be responsible for your life, your happiness, your freedoms. Within any restrictions that are already there, where is the freedom for you? Focus your energy there on that possibility, not on what is impossible. And be respectful of yourself. How often are you respectful of others, but when it comes to what you need or the thoughts about yourself, you become judgmental, you become brutal to your own emotions and mental processes. Be kind to yourself. Being kind means to be kind to yourself as well as others. Trust yourself. Deep down, your soul knows what to do. So do your guides. So does your journey plan. So does the universe. Trust yourself. And then be open to receive all that you're meant to have. The universe responds to circular energy. So if you don't feel you have the freedom in one area of your life, investigate that area. Or investigate another area of your life where maybe you're clenching and you're not open. Once you open in one area, you'll be surprised how things just click 
into openness for all. If we're closed off in one area, we're traditionally or typically closed off in many areas. If we're open in another area, we're typically open in many areas. So look for where you might have restrictions. Those thoughts become actual energetic bonds that tie us into restriction. And I see them when I look at people, I see the energetic threads that we've tied up ourselves, labels and things we've described as ourself or those that have given been given to us by people around us or we've inherited them. This is a time, go back and define what is true freedom for you. Investigate those threads, unravel them, unweave them, create a different future for you. Sometimes we give up. We might even say it is what it is. And that can be true. But I'll just remind you, it is what it is, but it will become what you want it to be. You are energy. The universe is energy. The energy responds to energy. So it is what it is, but it will become what you want it to be. These portals that are opening up now and will stay open the rest of the year aren't just opening up for themselves. They're gateways for our movement. They're time decisions, decisions for awareness and changes. It is what it is, but it will become what you want it to be. Focus well. This is Lori Wonder of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.